Hello there, and thank you for joining us on HearthCast episode number 248 for Patch 6.0. Our topic for this episode is, it's time to get shopping. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root, and I play a Goblin Warlock. And this is Freckleface, and I play a Goblin Hunter. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up in episode number 248 of Hearthcast, are old items worth selling in the auction house? A funny thing happened in Hearthstone. The celebrities are cashed in on mobile games. So, hey, Root. Hello there, Freckleface. What did you do this week in the Blizzard universe? Well, yeah, I got into LFR. LFR? Yeah. And I can't help but wonder if they haven't really, really dumbed it down. Interesting. Uh, where no strategy is required, uh, therefore making it more of like not a necessary step to do. Because it really felt like last time when introduced to LFR, a lot of people felt it was a necessary step in the progression of rating. Kind of dipping your toe in there. Right. Master LFR before you go into normals. Yeah. And so I think this kind of is like, okay, here's the content. You can see what it looks like. Don't worry about how it works. That doesn't really matter. But okay. here's what it looks like. And if you go hit on that boss, you know, hit on that pinata enough, it'll drop something for you. Oh. That's what I kind of think LFR is. I haven't been in LFR yet. Yeah. I mean, I, we did the first wing. I've only done the first wing of it so far. The first whatever part of it. And it's three bosses. And we already did the shortcuts through everything where we didn't even... You know, deal with trash all that much, and we're done. So, pinata, 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 have a party. So, are you going to run it every week? I probably will, yeah. just for funsies, until there's nothing I need out of there anymore. Are you doing the legendary quest in there, or is that only from Heroics? I think that's only from Heroics right now. Don't quote me on that, because I don't know. Okay. So, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just go in, if I, if I get something, I get something, and I'm happy. I don't complain about it. There you go. Speaking of heroics, though, I got a little bit of a mental hurdle of not, you know, being yelled at by people, I guess. Yeah. Didn't really want to be yelled at. I got a mental hurdle, just went in and did heroics, and I'm holding my own. I'm doing okay. Good. So, Glad to hear it. Yeah. It's, they're good. They're, they're beautiful. The artwork is fantastic. So, yeah, they really are. And I like that it's not just, you know, running and, and kill. You, you got to be careful, you know. It's heroics, not, you do have to mind the mechanics, right? You do. Yes. You can wipe your whole group. It's not good. Done it. Sorry. <laughs> and hey, you know, our last Orlando Wild Meetup group, uh, we had something special happen there. A guild had their very first guild meeting there. They had, they had played together here in Orlando. They live here in Orlando, but they had all never gotten together here in Orlando. And so they kind of chose our meetup group to make that happen. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a really cool moment there especially they have one of their members come down from canada for the weekend canada canada that's awesome yeah it really is cool seeing them out there as long as they didn't show the canadian guy bacon we're good to go because american bacon and canadian bacon ain't the same thing they're not no yeah i've never been excited whenever gotten canadian bacon on pizza well yeah even can even what we call canadian bacon is not what they call bacon it's not? No. Our Wait, Can- so there's Canadian bacon. That's, yeah. And there's bacon from Canada. Right. Oh. Yeah. Our Canadian bacon's like ham. 
fry it or something. I don't know what they do. I don't know. Anyhow, that was really cool. It was one of our biggest meetups ever, and I was really happy about that. So when you guys are ever in Orlando and we're having a meetup, come check us out. Yeah, it was just a fantastic meetup to wrap up the year with. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What you been up to uh, this week in the Blizzard universe? Um, I've done a few heroics. I replaced my legendary cloak with a, a drop from there. How'd that make you feel? Um, A little sad, honestly. I don't know what to do with the cloak itself now. I can't do anything with it, right? Yeah, you sell it. I don't want to sell it. That's all it's worth. I guess. That's odd. But now the only panda gear I have left is my heirloom weapon. I upgraded several garrison buildings. That was pretty cool. And I finished training a few of the mounts from the stables. Now you haven't built a stable building in the garrison, right? That is correct. I have not built one. Alright, so basically you build the structure and the benefit that you get right off the bat is that you can herb, you can mine... You can interact with items while you're mounted without having to dismount and mount back up again. Which is a fantastic benefit. It really is. Um, at level two, you don't get dazed when you're mounted. So you can tear through a group of mobs and you'll be fine. You're not going to get Another fantastic out. benefit. Right. So what the stables does is that there are seven mounts that you tame and then train. And then, bec- and then they become part of your collection the taming part is pretty fun you know you go to where they are you put a rope around one and it just starts tearing around like crazy and you just have to keep up and then it gets teleported back to your stable and then you basically have a daily quest to take it out and mount it and fight a particular creature and after you do that for however many days it's actually different per uh, mount you get a trained version of the animal that gets added to your collection. So, one thing that had been stressing me out a little bit was logging in every day and having six dailies. Yeah, you mentioned that your quest log was all folded up. Yeah, just from the stables. But now that I'm getting some of them fully trained, I'm having those dailies. So, it's a little bit of like, phew, you know, I don't know, just, just less clutter. I feel like I can move on to do other things. Like, I have not been doing the Apexes crystals dailies. Because I've been so focused on doing these stables. I gotcha. That's a fun one to do. Right. So I feel like I'm making progress. But I do have to say, the most exciting thing I've done this week was finish a grand. Ooh. Yeah. Have you done that yet? You know, I, I use Zagra Guide, so I don't think I have, honestly. You'd remember if you did. There's a scenario. Um, It's actually kind of a long one. And it ends with, like, the cutscene. It's so good. Put it this way. If you want to know how things with Mr. Pandaria actually wrap up, it actually wraps up in the grand. Okay. Let's, let's go back in there see what's up. Yeah, you should. It's really cool. Very exciting. I wish I'd been recording the whole thing. Sure, it's on YouTube somewhere. I'm sure. And that's about it other than playing some Hearthstone and with the new Goblins and Gnomes packs and having fun of those. Awesome. You enjoying that? Oh, yeah. Good. Good, good, good. Hey, you know what? Before we... uh get too far into this episode, Freck. We do have a little bit of business to take care of. Business? Yeah, we got this little uh, bet going here between us. Yeah. About the mount there right. in Kara. Right. Yeah. So there's $36 currently in our little secret stash here. I've got my dollar here. 
And I, of course, have my dollar. All right. Well, that brings our total to uh, $38 going into this year. And uh, time to ask the proverbial question, Freckle Face. Did you uh, have chance and opportunity to run Kara this week? I did. And in your running of said instance, did the mount drop? It did not. <sighs> well, rude. Yes, I'm. Did you run Kara this week? I did run Kara this week. How many times? I believe I ran it four times. Oh. Did the mountain drop a view? Not at all. <laughs> it's just, it has not dropped. No. Uh, Freck, I have a feeling that this bet is going to be the death of us. I think you might have a good premonition <laughs> there. <laughs> so, uh, $38 an hour in our stash here going into next week. Hey, you know what? We have got a whisper. This is from our friend Dougie over in Singapore who says, Hello, my friends. I wish to pass along my sincere thank you for the auction house advice. I have found that skinning is making me a good amount of gold, but more so than that, I've been mastering the art of flips quite well. Do you know of any items in a while from past expansions that sell well? I wish to sell things others do not sell. Tarima Kasi, which is thank you in Malay. Awesome. Hey, Dougie, how you doing? Good news to hear that you're doing well in the auction house. Um, as far as selling old materials, the best advice I can give you is to keep your eye on trade chat. When somebody's asking for things, if you can fulfill that order, then fulfill that order. For instance, if somebody asks for fell iron ore, maybe you can head over to Blasted Lands and, or sorry, Hellfire Peninsula and pick up some fell iron ore. I don't advise stockpiling it. But if you have a trait that you can do, then, yeah, go ahead and, and you know fulfill that order. And send it COD, get a deal with them, do that kind of thing. But in my opinion, stockpiling older material is just a waste of space in your bank. And right now, you know, with all the stuff you get from your garrisons, bank space can be very precious. So good luck. Keep up the good work. Glad to hear from you. And uh, I guess we're going to start learning some Malay now, too, huh, Freck? I think so. The official HearthCast 2014 Holiday Season Buying Guide. It's that time of year again, the time we get gifts for the special people in our lives. We're going to share our list with you in the hopes that it may spark a gift idea. If nothing else, you could share this episode with the loved ones in your life who may not know exactly what to give you. Now, we're not exactly going to focus here on just WoW stuff. We are going to talk about WoW stuff, obviously, but not it's not 100% WoW stuff. It is for that gamer slash geek in your life that you like to buy stuff for. First and foremost, wearables. This is stuff you can actually put on your body somewhere. Great place to get this kind of stuff is the Blizzard Store. That's your official merchandise. All your cool Warlords of Draenor shirts are there. Uh, you can get bathrobes. You can actually get some uh, some cosplay outfits there, too. So go check the Blizzard store out. For more of a variety of gaming-type things, go check out Jinx, J-I-N-X. They've got a lot of stuff, and they do have an official license from Blizzard for things. So you can get a lot of really cool gaming shirts and hats and whatnot from them. 
if you just like t-shirts in general, there are some fantastic places like Redbubble or Mustard Brand that you can get some really cool geek t-shirts. And let me tell you, a guy at Riptide did this. He got t-shirts for everybody. Oh, that's cool. And he themed it. He themed it. All right, well, number one, the guy's name is Mo. And when he delivered his packages, he wrapped them up like a burrito from Mo's. He even had like the little Moe's stickers on it. It was, oh, it was your brown cool. paper bag and foil around everything. He must have bribed a manager or something. I don't know. No, it's just foil, foil, and paper oh, bags. But where did the Moe's sticker come he from? He printed them. Oh, they weren't like they weren't like official, officials. official. Oh, okay. And he themed by department. So all of IT is is t-shirts from the IT crowd. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So he went like way out. Did so. he say welcome to Moe's when he handed them out? I wasn't there when he handed them oh. out. I came back in and like, did you get your burrito? I'm like, who got me a burrito? And then you looked at it and it looks like a burrito. I'm like, why would somebody get me a burrito? That is the most. Oh, I'm not hungry. I'm like, that is the <laughs> oddest thing to find at your desk when you come back. Hey man, your burrito's there. What? A burrito? Um, so, but it was a t-shirt. It was really cool. So that was really cool. Hey, gamer gloves. We all use our hands when we play the games, right? Hopefully. Hopefully. We're not quite at that stage where we don't use them yet. I'm a big guy. My hands sweat, which means I'm usually cleaning my mouse and keyboard on a weekly basis, and it gets kind of grimy. They actually make gamer gloves that you put on. They're like they're nice. They're compression gloves, so they give a little bit to deal with the circulation in your hands. So it's kind of nice, little medical thing there. Fantastic. They look cool too. You can't forget about your eyes, Freck. You got to protect them. They actually make gamer glasses, which are fantastic for PC use and gaming use. They have a little bit of a Get a little yellow or gray tint to them, and it kind of blocks the, the I don't know if it's UV or what it is coming off the monitor, but it does make it easier, reduces your eye strain when you are working with a computer. Is it like what Flex does, but for your face? I don't know what that is, but I'll say yes. Okay, it's the it's the program that tints your screen at night. Oh, is that the thing? Every time I see it on your computer, I think your monitor broke. No, it just... It reduces eye strain. All right. I think your monitor's like something on her monitor. <laughs> <laughs> stickers. Do you like stickers? I love stickers. I love stickers. I have stickers all over a particular couple of cabinets at work, and I put them there because they're fun. They're all geeky stickers. I see you admiring my stickers in my laptop You do. Right now. You have your Hearthstone stickers. You have, uh, there's two, there's a, a male goblin, a female goblin. Right. Um, a couple... They're Murlocs. Murlocs, okay. And then a female gnome and a male gnome. Right. Yeah, you got like a whole party going on on your laptop there. Yeah, I bought the uh, the decal pack from the Blizzard store. Sweet. It is awesome. You gave me some. I haven't put them on my car yet. I'm going to. Yeah, I still have a few. I actually need to like, I think I need to wash my car before I put stickers on there, Same right? here. That's what I'm thinking. That's wash what I'm putting the car. it off for. You yeah. don't want to put it on a dirty car. No. You can't do that. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can also get keychains. You, Frag, have a keychain. The Hearthstone keychain, it lights up. It lights up. Yeah. You pulled that out at the meetup the other night, and everyone, because I don't know, you, people got in like a weird keychain competition. I don't know. What's, I was like, why are people comparing keychains? And then you bring yours out, you're like, click, and turn it on. And everyone's like, ooh. <laughs> it's like, yep, Frag wins again. Uh-huh. <laughs> And, of course, there is a ton of jewelry you can get as well. Necklaces and earrings. and Yeah, themed for Warcraft or Hearthstone or really any other game. 
The Hearthstone ones are cute because you can just get like little round studs for your ears that are look like the the actual Hearthstone or the Hearthstone symbol, like the star one. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Lapels for your tie, lapel pins. Right. Yeah. I bet somebody makes cufflinks. Yes, I've seen them. I've seen they have Horde and Alliance symbol cufflinks. Oh, I've seen cool. those. Yeah, those are pretty neat. Now, if the wearables isn't your thing, 100% of your thing, anyhow, you can check out one of my favorites is your monthly subscription box. For example, here at the studio, we have a monthly subscription to Loot Crate. So every month we get this awesome box from Loot Crate full of nerdy things, usually with a pretty cool theme. Now, as a bonus to us, we actually use the, uh, the Loot Crate boxes that they send them in as sound dampeners here and shelves in the studio. We can put yeah, our, you like perch all little figures you've gotten from yeah, there on top of it. Yeah, it's fantastic. I love that. It's <laughs> just fun to stick them up there. And uh, But, you know, Loot Crate is cool. I love Loot Crate. You can also get a man pack. A man pack comes to your house every month with manly things, which I won't discuss because you don't need to know. Said bacon. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, stuff like you know, shaving cream, aftershaves, or maybe some deodorant to say, sample stuff, you know. I know they have these little lady packs, too, that show up once a month. Yes, they do. With chocolates mm. and maybe just pampering stuffs in them. Mm-hmm. Maybe a foot massage coupon. You have a little jealous of those. Yeah. Yeah. Those show up. Those are cool. So, basically, the concept is that you pay per month, and you don't know what you're getting until it shows up. But typically, the value of what you're getting is more than if you were to buy them individually. Right. For instance, Loot Crate, like every other month, sends a t-shirt. And those are cool. You give them your size, it's in a shirt. And if you were to buy a t-shirt by itself, how much would you be spending? $16, probably. Or more. Yeah. Yeah. But you're paying less than that for the box. Yes. Which comes with a ton of stuff. True. Now, there's another cool thing you can get. And I forget the name of the company, but they actually send shirts. Like, you send, hey, this is the size of my shirts. These are the kind of shirts I need to, I need for work. And they send you shirts. You try them on. What you like, you keep. What you don't like, you you send back and you don't pay for. So you only pay for what you keep. That yeah, that's is, interesting. Yeah, that is a gift that you should get Cannon Face, your husband. Totally. For him, no. Yeah. He already has that. Oh, he's already got that service? It's called me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fair enough. When I see him wearing the same shirt over and over again, I go, hmm, and I bring him shirts. Well, And no. he tells me, very plainly, he doesn't like it. He'd be like, I don't oh. like this material. See, I was going to say, the thing about, about the service is, if you don't like it, you don't have to offend anybody. You just send it back. He, but, doesn't, he doesn't worry about no. offending me. All right. <laughs> and if I have to take it back, then it gives me another excuse to go to the mall. Oh, no. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, if you take the time to Google this monthly services or monthly boxes, you will find a plethora of these, and they're not expensive. Some are. Don't get me wrong. Some are really expensive, and some are not. Some are very affordable. Sure. Now, speaking of monthly subscription packages, what about a monthly snack box? Ooh, yes. They make yeah. these. They do. There are several companies that do this. For example, if you want a healthy option, there's Graze. that specializes in, you know, um... Stuff high in protein, fiber, stuff like that. Uh, no junk food. Just stuff that's, you know, healthy snacks to keep around. And then you have a company like Munchpack, which gives you a global experience. 
They put in candy from all over the world. I love that idea. So it's not stuff that you can go out shopping for, but like it shows up in your house and it's something new that you've never tried before. So on the way home to my house, there is a Asian grocery store. And every so often I'll go in there because I get the udon noodles, which are fantastic. But I always look on the candy aisle because there's stuff. I don't know what it is. And it's like, that looks funny or weird or whatever. I'm getting this. And it, of course, if you ask a little old lady behind the counter, she'll tell you it's fantastic and tastes great. Of course. And then you take it home. You're like, okay, I'm not going to have one again. <laughs> or sometimes I like it and the rest of the family doesn't. I got these things that look like little jello shots. They were so awesome. It turned out that they were seaweed. It, well, they didn't taste like seaweed. They tasted fine to me, and the kids couldn't get over the fact that it was seaweed. Oh. What did it taste like then? Kelp. <laughs> no, it tastes like the flavors, like the red, green, blue. Oh, okay. It tastes like whatever that, you yeah. know. It was it was very it was sweet. If you're not into the whole, hey, I don't want to get this food every month. I just want to have something standing by for me to game with because I'm a serious raider. Check out Geek Fuel. It's like a little bag of uh, goodness that's, you know, usually loaded with a lot of stuff that's really bad for you, like, you know, a lot of caffeines and sugars. and But, hey, it keeps you gaming. Hey, keeps yeah. you awake yeah. playing the game. So, And if you are truly serious about impressing the loved one gamer in your life, nothing says that more so than a case of Surge from Amazon.com. Because who doesn't love Surge? And the only place I've seen selling Surge is Amazon. You can get a lot of off foods or stuff that you just can't get on their places from Amazon. I know. I have a thing for uh, Ghirardelli chocolate. Ooh, you do? I do. Make a note. (laughs) And uh, they make their own cocoa powder. Oh. So, you know, I like to bake. So... (laughs) Frostings and brownies and stuff like that. It's it's affected by the type of cocoa powder that you use. And you make some fantastic baking cookies and brownies and stuff. Thank you. Yeah, I um I got a, my brownie recipe down. I got my chocolate frosting recipe down. And you need. You have, made really good cupcakes the other night for the meetup. They were had horde symbols on them. They did. You know, my friend is so awesome. She um a few months ago got me as a present these horde symbols as an edible. Uh, sheet. Oh, so good. And it was just really cool. Like, all I had to do is cut them out and peel it, which was actually really tricky at first without ripping it. Um, anyways, they're edible whore symbols. They were awesome. You gotta decorate the cupcakes with. Yeah. 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 There's only one thing in my mind that could top a case of Surge from Amazon.com. What's that? Anything with bacon. Anything? Anything. Anything edible with bacon? You have to make that distinction now. No, you don't. Because you yes, can, you do. You can get bacon perfume. Like, that doesn't mean it's good. Well, or cologne, really. But like Axe body spray with, with bacon smell. No. Yeah? No. Burger King has her own scent out. Please tell me that's a lie. No, it's true. Please tell me it's a joke. <laughs> no, you can get Ode Did you read that on the onion? No. You can get... You've never driven by a Burger King with your windows down in the car and gone, man, that smells like a good burger. Are you asking me, do I like the smell of that food? Yes. Okay, then. Do you want it to smell it on a person? No. <laughs> Maybe you do. I don't know. I hate Subway for that reason. What? I don't know. Because you come out smelling like Subway? Or 
No, because I dated like three people in a row who worked at Subway. Oh. <laughs> and they got that, that pastrami smell. It lingers. Oh, does it? It does. That's why I don't go uh, when I'm at work. I do not go to barbecue for lunch. Ugh, I know. Because then you smell you like smell barbecue. barbecue. It gets on your <laughs> shirt. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to go food smell, it needs to be like. Bacon. Vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Maybe vanilla bacon would be good. Vanilla bacon would be awesome. We should make that. Ode de vanilla bacon. <laughs> People would be knocking down the doors to get that stuff. Uh, we'll see. So stepping away a little bit from the whole food thing, let's talk about some accessories you can get for the gamer in your life. I like accessories. Now, the cool thing about gaming accessories is they don't have to match. Hmm. Are you sure? Yes. I like to Hello Kitty everything. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> but this doesn't have to match for the gamer. There are things I recommend, like a small desk fan. Hello Kitty? No. Okay. Uh, Living Solutions is like a little off-brand you can get. I think they sound like Walgreens and CVS. They're really good. One of the things you want to look for in the fan, though, is that it actually has a metal base, not a plastic base, and that, that metal base has little rubber feet on it. So that it's much less noisy. And when you're talking... Uh, in any kind of voice chat, if you have a noisy fan, it kind of bleeds in. You don't really want that. No. So you want the quiet fan. And while I'm on the subject of fan and air, an ionizer is a fantastic gift as well. You don't have to get the expensive ones. You can get one for about 40 45 50 bucks, and it does the same thing. The major thing you want to look for in an ionizer is how big the room is and how much of that air you're going to be ionizing. And this just keeps the room fresh. Because no matter how you cut it, you're in a game in a while, it's going to stink. Speak for yourself. Yeah, roses. I get yeah, it. Yeah. Not buying it. What you talking about? You have an iron, a rose ironizer or something at your house. <laughs> <laughs> Got you figured out. Mm. <laughs> also fantastic desk accessory is a little mini lamp. Now, I'm not talking like a big lamp. Big lamps aren't good for desks. No. Especially when you're gaming, you don't want something that's going to hit you in the eyes. No. You want to light up your keyboard, the mouse area, the lower portions of your desk. And depending on your setup, maybe something that's not going to disturb somebody else if you go to sleep. This is true. Very true. Which is the reason why I have a light-up keyboard. So if I do turn all the lights off, I can still see where the WASD are. Yeah, very good to know where the keys are for that. Uh, I have a keyboard lights up. You can choose like three or four different colors on it. Yeah, so, mine does that too. Yeah. And I can change the dimness of it. Really, my keyboard just stays the same. Little, you must have a nicer keyboard. Yeah. There was a uh, a keyboard we got. It was an Alienware laptop we got for a guy at work. And it had the same thing. We turned on the different colors of the keyboard. And it actually had variants. And one of the variants of it was a ebbing, flowing, fluctuating uh Rainbow. Oh. So it would, like all the keys, you'd see like just go across it, like like a flow of colors across the keyboards. So we turned that on. We gave him his, because it was a nice laptop. Yeah. I'm going to troll him somehow. So I didn't tell him how to turn it off for like a week. <laughs> he finally figured it out, though. So We spend a lot of our time as gamers sitting down in gaming chairs or some kind of chair. And you could get yourself a little lumbar massaging pillow 
Yes, I mean, you can put it smaller your back. Some of them have, have heat. Some of them just, you know, a little massage aspect to them. But they provide us a little more support and help our posture out as well. And some of them you can actually kind of, you can sit on. Because I don't know about you, but after a while, just being honest, uh, my butt gets numb. And, you know, it's kind of nice sometimes. To, yeah. Yeah. Now, this may just be me. But a lot of times when I'm back in gaming, I get cold. I like to have a nice set of slippers. I got my blanket. But here's the problem with the blanket. When I'm trying to wrap up, I will usually get a coat, you know, my outdoor coat on. And then I got my blanket wrapped across my lap. Because I'm trying to keep my arms and my legs warm at the same time. You got, like, layered up. I know. I got layered up. And then, you know, I go to get up and then it's all a mess. <laughs> it all just falls apart. And, and the then cat. I can't find my jacket and go out the door because it's, you know, on my computer chair. Right. Cat freaks out. Cat does freak out. What would be really helpful is actually a Snuggie. Like a gamer Snuggie? Yeah. Or any kind of Snuggie. They make Hello Kitty Snuggies. Do they make Hello Kitty? They do. <laughs> so, right, the problem with Snuggies, though, is it's like a hospital gown. And it's open in the back. It can't wrap around you a little bit? No. Hmm. Well, I guess if you're skinny enough, it would. But then you have to put on like a belt or something around it. Hmm. But I guess if you look at it, the point is for a Snuggie isn't to get up and walk around or else you'd just be wearing a robe. Right. So if you're just laying there and you need to use your hands, then I guess a Snuggie's good. Right. Which, if you're getting a Snuggie to watch TV, is kind of a waste, right? Why is that? Because you don't need your hands. It, just, it feels more cozy, I think, to get under the blanket when you're watching TV or um, even reading a book. You need your hands when you read a book. You need, like, one hand. Okay. But your video gaming, you need both your hands. True. And then you don't have to deal with, like, adjusting a blanket or anything like that. You got your blanket around your arms. Yeah. Okay. I think Snuggie might have uh, missed their mark by not attacking or going after the gaming crowd. I think they did. Been interesting if they marketed towards them. You could probably find... A non-Snuggy Snuggy that's gaming-themed. Probably good. Like the Huggles. Is that like a knockoff Snuggy? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, speaking of keeping warm, you can get a little USB uh, drink warmer. They also sell the ones you plug into the walls as well, the drink warmers. So uh. you put your hot chocolate or your coffee or whatever warm drink you're drinking on the warmer, and it stays warm your entire raid. Oh, one of those. I've noticed, like, whenever I get tea and put milk in it, there's, like, a two-minute window I have to drink the tea when it's hot, but not ah, too hot and yeah. not lukewarm. Yeah you, yeah, you need to drink warmer. I do. Obviously. Apparently. Your life is incomplete. I'm just, like, making my whole list here. Right? I know. The inverse they sell as well, which is a USB drink cooler or a little USB mini fridge. It doesn't really cool, though. All it does is circulate air, but it is a nice little novelty item, but it does, you know. Yeah. They do sell many, many fridges, and here's a here's a little tidbit, a little trick for you. College towns, at the end of a semester, is the best place to go buy a mini fridge because they literally are giving them away because the college students are graduating. Maybe they're not coming back next semester or whatever. They're going to give away their mini fridge. Are you talking about going to like the residency halls and stuff like that? Yeah, or just check yeah. out, you know, Craigslist during the, you uh, know, that time. Yeah. Now, if you don't live anywhere close to a uh, college town, you can always go check out Home Depot or Lowe's, any of the hardware stores. They have great deals on these little mini fridges from time to time, too. Computer stuff, Rick. 
one thing I'm going to caution everybody against here is doing any kind of upgrades to your loved one's computer. Let them handle that. Maybe you could fund it, provide them some cash for that, but don't try to upgrade their computer without their explicit permission. Just don't do it. Yeah, that's probably the worst thing you do to somebody. Yeah. Try to help and then you break it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or then they come home early. Like, I got to have the day off. I'm going to come in and play. Where's my computer? Or it's the computer spread all over the floor. Yeah, and there's some <laughs> weird dude and they're trying to fix it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's fighting words. <laughs> Don't 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 do that. But you can't get computer stuff. Now I'm going to caution everybody. Be careful about these little USB gadgets. I mentioned a couple here before, the the cooler and the warmer for the drinks. Most USB gadgets are little novelty items are gonna break in three weeks. They're they're designed that way. They're cute, they're funny, they're a laugh, they're not a gift. At best they're, they're not a, quality. No, they're not. They're junk. At best they're a stocking stuffer. So don't think you're gonna make somebody's day because you got them a cool USB. I don't know, tank or alarm system or missile launcher or whatever. They're all junk. They're cute. They're funny. They're nice laugh. That's it. What I got, though, is really cool. It is a USB foot pedal. Now, this USB foot pedal, all it is is a programmable pedal that sits on the ground, plugs in USB. You can assign any kind of keyboard command you want to to said USB pedal. I got this because I was using my voice chat system on another computer when I was gaming on my gaming computer because I sounded better with the other sound card and I was like, I was a little particular about it. But I can't remove my hands from my mouse or keyboard to go press a key on the other machine to talk. So what do you do? USB foot pedal. Now when I push to talk, I push the talk, you know, I'm, I hit a, my pedal on the ground. Was it hard to get used to? No, not really. Not at all? Not really. I did upgrade, and I got one with three pedals on it. I only used the one, so it was kind of a wasted upgrade. But I took my one pedal, and I took it into work. Now, at work, I, I got rid of my desk, got rid of my desktop, got rid of my monitor. I got rid of everything. I simplified everything at work. I work off of a podium with a small laptop on said podium. At the bottom of my podium is where my little USB foot pedal is. And it plugs into my laptop. And I have it set to minimize all my screens and lock my workstation. So when you have the uh, panic mode or... Yeah, yeah exactly. Some, some watch up behind me or anything else. Because look, when I'm walking around, it's really funny. I walk around my office and people think I, like I'm going to you know, scold them or something. And I'm not. Yeah. You know, you walk around and see you minimizing Facebook. It's like, I can see that. My eyes can see faster than you can minimize. <laughs> and everybody has the same body language when they do that. So you pick up on the body language before I pick up on what's on their monitor. <laughs> you know, so, but I had the little foot pedal. So someone comes into my office, I'm just like, click, can I help you? <laughs> Are you sure you're not emitting the same body language? I know I'm not. You know you're not. Yeah, because Maybe I'm standing up oh. <laughs> for one. And I'm not, <gasps> Do you remember the old Tetris game back in the day where if you press like F5 or something, you would change your screen to like a spreadsheet? Oh, yeah. A lot of them were like that. They had boss modes on them. Yep. Uh, there were some websites that for a while that have that. Probably still do. That you you hit like F10, it'll pull up a spreadsheet. Lilliput, uh, it's a company that puts out uh, monitors, very small monitors, 7-inch LCD USB monitors to be precise. They put a lot of other stuff, but... 
this particular monitor, the seven inch Lilliput USB monitor, I have two of, and they are fantastic. You plug it into your Windows box or your Mac box, whichever one. It sees it as a new monitor, and you can drop whatever you want to on there. Now, it's only seven inches. It's not a lot of real estate, but you can put different things on there and then not have to, you know, tab out a wow for whatever you're doing. Then it can multitask Hearthstone. Maybe. Or see who's talking on Vent. That is a fantastic idea. If you put Vent down there, then it would light up who's talking. That's really smart. And you can see someone's chatting in the chat room and everything else. That's a great idea. And speaking of Vent, if that special someone in your life doesn't have a subscription to a Vent server or a Mumble server, great time to get one. It's not expensive, and it's something they can share with their friends in the guild if the guild doesn't have one or upgrade to one for the guild. Of course, we have in-game gifts. The Blizzard store has a ton of stuff. They have stuffed animals that come with the code for free pets. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Like the Windrider Cub, things Ooh. like that. Uh, you know, or like stuffed Morlocks. They have a whole series of those. Or they, there's the, the Fairy Dragon one they have a stuffed version of. The loot cards have a ton of cool stuff. You can get those over at wowtcgloot.com. You can get pets. You can get mounts. You can get toys. Toys this year are a lot more useful than they used to be. Because you used to get a toy and it was for that character. Oh, yeah. And now you have your now toy you box. Have a toy box. Yeah. yeah perfect. It's even better. So you can purchase these items. Or there's also a ton of stuff available on the auction house. Pets, mounts, toys. That you can get for other people. Right. And if it's something that, you know, maybe has someone who's a completionist in your life and they already have all the pets and the mounts and the toys, well, that person could use a flask or a potion or some food or something to help out their character. You could load them up on that. Absolutely. Or even offering to take them on a dungeon run. Yeah. Especially if that person's like a tank or a healer. Yeah. And you have insta queue Because right now the queues are DPS. Kind of long. Yeah. About half an hour for a 15-minute dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. It's like standing in line at Disney World. Yep. Yeah. Half hour in line for a 30-second ride. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you could help them out if you're a tank or a healer. Help them level. Yeah. Yeah. If you are more creative and wish to uh, get somebody a very unique WoW gift, then there are some fantastic sites like Etsy or Store Envy or Bonanza. That'll help you find some fantastic uh, WoW-related things, gifts and whatnot, that are relatively unique. Now, Etsy is going to be like the premier one of these. We've had a lot of success with Etsy. We ordered our original Hearthstones from Etsy that we give out as our Hearthy the Awards. Yeah. Uh, we have a wall that's got um, a Hearthcast banner, uh, some wood, a wood plaque, which got complimented today. By somebody here in the studio. It's a very cool plaque. It's a cool plaque. Keep calming hearth out. I got you that. Yeah. <laughs> a little poster. A little poster there. Oh, we got some posters from there too. So it's just it's unique though. You go there, type in go to Etsy, Etsy.com, E T S Y, type in World of Warcraft, and there's just a ton of stuff there. And if you see something that isn't World of Warcraft, you can contact the artist. And see if they have a World of Warcraft version or could do a World of Warcraft version. And I think your chances are pretty high that they will. Someone was even selling five-inch sparkly heels decked out in either a Horde or Alliance theme. Nice. They looked awesome. 
And it caused an argument on Facebook, and I posted it about which one is better. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And your mileage may vary on this method, but if where you live has any sort of farmer's market or fair or any type of bazaar that features local artists, a lot of them are willing to do something unique for you. If you like their style and you want to commission a, a piece or something like that. That's true. And, I mean, we had uh, a couple of pieces commissioned for us last year uh, by Skullfrack, who did our caricatures. Yeah, those are so cool. Right? And yeah. so, there are, I mean, he does this for a living. And so we're like, hey, what would, what would you do if, you know, could you do something for us? And he did. And it was fantastic. So, you know, keep those people in mind as well because – that gets somebody else in your life a unique gift, and it gives somebody you may know a little bit extra cash in their pocket. But you know, no matter what you decide to get as a gift for those special people in your lives, remember, nothing is better than time well spent. So this year, if it's at all possible, call your friends, call your family, call your loved ones. Make sure they know how much they mean to you. You're listening to Hearthcast. We're not all perfect. Slash I lost a game of Hearthstone in the most random way. Do tell. All right, it's playing a mage. I had in my hand a card, the Black Knight, which their battle cry is to destroy a minion with taunt. It's a super helpful card because a lot of times people play these big minions and put taunt on it. Or there's a popular guy that's like a divine shield. So those are really difficult to get rid of. So this automatically just gets rid of it. It's an awesome card. As a mage, I played the secret called Mirror Entity, which which is when your opponent plays a minion, you summon a copy of it. They played Alarmbot. What Alarmbot does is that at the start of your turn, it swaps out the Alarmbot for another card in your hand, which can be super beneficial because if you have something that costs a lot of mana, you can put it out on the board a lot faster with the alarm bot because it just automatically gets swapped out. Mm, okay. But at the same time, because it's being put on the board, you lose the battle cry. Because you're not actually playing that card. You're swapping it. Right. Got it. So I play Mirror Entity. Opponent plays alarm bot, which summons an alarm bot for me. My turn comes around. It pulls the Black Knight out of my hand and onto the board. Oh. Losing my battle cry so wow. I can't destroy the taunt. Sad panda. Yeah. So just that sequence of just so you know, you play that you know mirror entity thing. Like you never think like that's gonna make you lose another card <laughs> in your hand. <laughs> that is a random way to lose Hearthstone for yeah, sure. So yeah. wow. But that's what I enjoy about the game. There's all sorts of random things that can happen in it. Sometimes it doesn't feel fair. That definitely didn't feel fair. <laughs> no, <not really. laughs> Kind of sit there and go, oh, man. Oh, man, yep. <laughs> Palm to face. <laughs> In gaming headlines this week. Lindsay Lohan has come out with a new game called The Price of Fame. The Price of Fame? Yes. Okay. It is supposed to illustrate all the woes that come with trying to stay in the limelight in Hollywood. I think she's just trying to follow Kim Kardashian's game. That's what it seems like, because the Kim Kardashian game, you are playing a character who starts out as a worker in a clothing store who gets discovered by Kim Kardashian, who becomes a model actor 
slashy, if you will. A slashy? That's from Zoolander. Slashy awards actor slash model. (laughs) (laughs) Another reference I don't get. I'll have to Uh, watch that movie the release days. Oh, it is the pillar of pretty much all my references for (laughs) Zoolander. Y'all helped me down and made me watch that... uh, uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. I know. I know you disliked that. But, <laughs> but this one you will not. You will okay. like this game. So Lindsay Lohan trying to ride this whole Kim Kardashian's coattails with releasing a game based on a celebrity. Not just based on a celebrity, but based on celebrity life. Um, it kind of brings up, you know, some questions, some thoughts we had about um, celebrities and game development. Yeah, well, first of all, it's nothing new. Uh, Kim Kardashian was not the first. And Lindsay Lohan wasn't the first to follow her. Uh, you know, Snoop Dogg's got a game. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's Snoop Dogg Cruise in Los Angeles. It's available on the mobile platforms, but not to be you know left out in the cold. 50 Cent got one. 50 Cent has one that's called uh, Blood on the Sand. Real popular kids game. <laughs> one I'm sure you probably played a whole lot was NSYNC's Get to the Show. That's a release on the Game Boy Color. Oh. I actually did play that game. How was it? It was, you know, for the time, it was fantastic. You know, you had to, you had to get to the show. You had all these obstacles. <laughs> you had time. <laughs> and you had to make it to the show. And it's good, good game. And then the one that the universe could not do without, Chuck Norris. He's got one called Chuck Norris, Bring on the Pain. I'd Which, play that. I, well, you, well, would you or would the Chuck Norris game play you? Ooh. Yeah. Something to think about. But here's the thing. This is not anything new. Even when it comes to gaming, it's nothing new. Celebrities have been lending their names and endorsements to products since products were first being endorsed. I think since the Roman times that it's first documented. Yeah. It goes way back. Yeah. You know, you had that Rome, that the seal, you know? Yeah. So whose wax was that seal in? You know, you had some, I don't know, some Spartan warrior. That's my kind of wax or something. I don't know. <laughs> It's not, here's the thing. It's not limited to mobile games. It's nothing new, but the problem is this. You downloaded and you installed that Lindsay Lohan game, and it was absolute rubbish. It really was. It was a waste of bandwidth. It was a waste of time. It didn't even work in in landscape mode. It only worked in portrait. You couldn't turn the sounds off. The music was horrible, and all you did was. It, it wasn't even clear what your objective in the game was. Yeah, you're like or, swiping up. Swiping, swiping up. up, yeah. Looking at their faces, swipe up, and it's I'm like there's that. It was awkward because all it's a swiping game is like you just swipe up to earn fans. Well, how am I earning fans? And then you can do things which will automatically generate fans. Get more fans for Get more you. Fans. Yeah, swipe faster. Now the mechanics of the game are something a two year old could do, but then the gameplay you can do things like and my. And I use the word do very loosely because you're really just pressing a button. <laughs> right. Um, get in a fight in an elevator or even leak out a nude picture. What? It's just, it's not, the content was very disjointed in that way. So although fans will download the game just because it's there, just because they see it and it's attached to a person that they respect, like, or even Lindsay Lohan's case, just someone that they recognize. Mm-hmm. Sustainability does require quality. 
You know, I'm never going to open that game again. No. 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 I'm reading the comments here. I kind of tried to find out how many times this game has been uh, downloaded. Uh, a lot of people are like, this game is great. I love Lindsay. Uh, and then people are like, deleted it after one minute. Yeah, that's basically like the first minute. I'm like, what is this? This is terrible. <laughs> this, one, this one says, go back to rehab. <laughs> oh, that's a little rude. <laughs> what? But you you hit it on a good point. The quality of the game to some people doesn't matter just because that celebrity has endorsed and put their name on that game. Well, here's the thing. It doesn't matter for them to download it in the first place. They're not going to keep... It doesn't matter how much they like that celebrity. They're not going to continue to play that game if they don't like the game. If there's not something in the game to compel them. Right. Maybe. I will, I will 85% agree with you. Okay. 85.3. How about that? Sure. Because you still have the people who are like this. This person says uh, the, the original comment is good game. Right? Okay. And it says, this game is addicted. Okay. <laughs> I can't stop playing it. OMG, G, G, uh, a bunch of faces. And then Lindsay's, congrats. I'm a huge fan of her. Heart, 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 heart. Good work. Good work. Smiley face, smiley face, heart. So oh, okay, but that's but to them, they think they have a personal connection with Lindsay Lohan. Okay, now. but also they said they're addicted to the game. Well, they said so, the game is addicted. Okay, well, <laughs> ignoring that grammatical snafu, they found something in the game that they like. It's entertaining them. I mean, do you see any reviews that say, I really hate this game, but I like Lindsay Lohan, so I'm just going to keep playing it? Uh, uh, well, maybe not. I mean, a lot of people are like say they're obsessed with swiping, though. There are there are a few games in that genre, just to sit there and swipe game. I don't know. And <laughs> I don't understand it. I guess it's there for people who like that. This person has a request for the game. Oh. Uh, I want to be able to see myself get Botox and leak a nude. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're not actually doing <laughs> the things that you say. Like, the game is advertised. Oh, you can get in a fight. You can leak a nude. You can start a rumor. You can uh, do all this stuff. It's like, but you can't really. do, you're just hitting a button that says you did it. Oh, uh, okay. It. <laughs> that's it. So, now here's the other thing. The success or failure of the game can affect the person's reputation. Now, someone who is an established celebrity and they are established in their work, um, like the people I mentioned earlier, um, the musical people, I mean, they're going outside their genre with the game. So how? Whoa, they- whoa, whoa, whoa. We just mentioned 50 Cent and Snoop Dogg. We didn't mention any musical people. But continue. Fair enough. So, like, they're established in their genre and the game is stepping outside of that. Right. So it's really not going to affect their uh, status one way or the other. It just If it flops, it might make them look kind of bad. But here's the problem with Lindsay Lohan is that she, for the past, like, what, five years? She's a train wreck. As, that's all she's been. She hasn't been able to get work. If she gets work, she gets fired. She got on, uh, the last thing I saw her in was Saturday Night Live a few years ago. When she came on the show, they made fun of the fact that she had had all these... Uh, arrest and that she hadn't been working on the stuff so she was a parody of herself on the show parody of herself yeah. and it was in my opinion it was kind of her last chance to do a comeback if she had done well in that show 
she might have, you know, picked up some other stuff, but she did horribly. Mm, yeah. Didn't see the show, but I, I understand what you're saying. It was bad. She was like yeah. awkward. She was like looking in the <laughs> wrong place when the camera was on her. It was just, it's really bad. So now this, what this looks like is a desperate attempt to get the attention back onto her. Yeah. And there's nothing to back it up. It's not. We've probably given her too much press already with this. Fair enough. So, but yeah, stay away from it. <laughs> don't don't waste your bandwidth. Don't waste your bandwidth. Well, that about does it for episode 248, our 2014 holiday buying guide. If you do purchase any of these gifts from Amazon, give us a kickback at no cost to you by going through the URL hearthcast.com slash Amazon or by going to the Amazon link on our homepage hearthcast.com Winter's Veil is happening now and there are several new toys this year so be sure to check it out I can't wait for uh, what is that Grandfather Winter that comes and brings all the presents yeah I'll be honest with you every single year before I like I see my family or anything like you that log into I log on to WoW and see what my WoW gifts are I confession I do the same thing <laughs> I'll be here in a minute. <laughs> checking out. No, no, I'm good. Just checking the computer. Be right there. <laughs> yeah, I did the same yeah. thing. It's awesome. <laughs> right. I feel a little better about myself now <laughs> by not being the only person that does that. And we are looking for our next contestant for HearthCast AOE. It is the only trivia game where you don't have to be right to win. Anyone who wants to play can. All we need from you is just 20 minutes of your time. We are here in the studio between 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Mondays. You just need to email us at podcast at hearthcast.com to schedule your appearance. Big thank yous again going over to Dougie for his email uh, into the show. We appreciate that a lot, and we're, uh, we're glad you're doing well over there in the auction house. Also to our friends and followers on Facebook and Twitter, we thank you so much for that. And as we do close this show, we want to thank each of you for listening. You can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Send an email to podcast at hearthcast.com. You can tweet me at hearthcastfreck or root at hearthcastroot can like our Facebook page or even send us a voice message on hearthgas.com using SpeakPipe. No registration or installation required. A big thank you to our friends over to OpenRead for everything they do. You can find HearthGas on iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthGas.com. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.